You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. Pet parents, this is Michelle Fern broadcasting from PetLifeRadio.com, host of Best Bets for Pets. I am so excited. We have a great Memorial Day show planned. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. We'll be right back, right after these messages. Stay tuned. Petco, where the pets go. Petco, where the pets go. Pet Life Radio has tail wagging, fur flying, fabulous deals for our listeners from Petco. Get $6 off your order of $60 or more and up to 40% off the entire Petco site. That's right. But that's not all. Because you're a Pet Life Radio listener, you'll also get free shipping on your order of $49 or more. $6 off, up to 40% off, and free shipping from Pet Life Radio and Petco. To get these, awesome deals go to petcodeals.com that's petcodeals.com petco where the pets go betty white what's the number one pet radio network in the world pet life radio season milan the dog whisper what radio network has over 5 million monthly listeners and over 50 pet talk shows pet life radio rachel ray where is the best place to reach potential customers if you have a pet business Pet Life Radio. Put your business in front of over 5 million pet parents with a radio ad on Pet Life Radio, the award-winning number one pet radio network on the planet. Call our sales department today, toll free at 877-385-8882. That's 877-385-8882. Or email us at sales at PetLifeRadio.com. Steve Wozniak, if Apple was a pet business, where would you advertise your eyelash? On Pet Life Radio. Hi, I'm Angelina. Join me for some great training tips to live a happy, healthy, peaceful life together with your best friend. And by the way, they're not the only ones that learn something new. Join me for Teacher's Pet on Pet Life Radio. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back, everyone. I am so excited to introduce you to Britt Hyde. He is the marketing manager at Bill Jack. Hi, Britt. Hi, Michelle. How are you today? I'm great. I'm so excited to have you to talk to you about Bill Jack and to tell our all our listeners about America's Vet Dog Treats for, you know, it's so apropos with Memorial Day coming up around the corner. Absolutely. It's a, it's a great product. It's a great cause. And the timing couldn't be better. Let's talk first. Some of our listeners might not be familiar with Bill Jack. Can you tell our listeners a little bit about Bill Jack and, and what kind of products Bill Jack has? Sure, absolutely. We make super premium pet food and pet treats that are sold in pet specialty stores. The thing that distinguishes Bill Jack from any other brand is we use much more real fresh meat in our ingredients. For instance, in a 30-pound bag of Bill Jack, we start with 25 pounds of real fresh chicken. 
first off, none of our competitors will even tell you how much fresh ingredients, if they use any at all. And secondly, it is much, much more than anybody else would use because we use a unique and special processing method that allows us to use so much more real fresh chicken. And then as we produce our food, we control the temperature, resulting in a very different looking dry kibble. But it performs so much better because we don't expose the meat to so much heat. And as a result, the protein is in much better shape for your dog. So what really sets Bill Jack apart is our unique processing and how much real fresh ingredients we use. And that's in both our dry dog food and in our soft moist treats. Well, here's a funny story I can attest to. I um, have used Bill Jack dry food and I have I have on my, my crew, my test crew, I have two dogs and a cat. That dry food must smell so good because, you know, their noses are much more sensitive than ours. My cat somehow got into something that was locked up, got to the back, <laughs> scratched it open, had a little munch good. fest. And he's, he's on special food, so he wasn't even supposed to do that. But, I mean, if it got to the cat, that you know, the dogs go crazy over it. But this cat went through a locked door. I don't even know how that happened. You know, uh, it, that, that makes a whole lot of sense, and, and I'll tell you a little bit about how we go to market. We are in a lot of pet specialty stores. Some of the national chains you might recognize include PetSmart, Petco, Pet Supermarkets, Pet Supplies Plus, but we're in these stores a lot doing what we call the two-bowl taste test challenge. And we have a coupon and, in some cases, a small sample, and we encourage people to go home and place a small amount of Jack next to a small amount of whatever your uh, dog is eating right now. And 99 out of 100 times, Bill Jack wins the two-bowl taste test challenge. You mentioned this a second ago. You know, your dog's sense of smell is at least 100 times better than yours or mine. They can smell all the real fresh meat in there. And, you know, that's what they evolved from carnivores, and they thrive on real fresh meat protein. And they can sense because they are so much better tuned uh, than we are, they can sense how much better the nutrition is in Bill Jack than uh, in any other dry food out there. Well, my crew thinks it tastes great. Great. Now, we use that same great technology when we make our soft, moist treats. And uh, a little known fact, you know, most of the dogs you see in Hollywood who are either on TV or in the movies are fed Bill Jack food, and they're trained with our soft, moist treats. And the reason is dogs never tire of the taste. And uh, if you're working uh, on a schedule... For instance, if uh, you're on a a film set, you need to be ready to work and on your mark all the time. And uh, we've taken that same great tasting product, Super Nutrition, and we've lined that up with a new product that we have out there gaining distribution rapidly called America's Vet Dog Treats. And uh, we're in partnership with America's Vet Dogs, and what they do is they provide service dogs to our returning wounded American veterans or to uh, servicemen from whatever theater of operations they've been in who could really benefit from having a service dog help them through the everyday challenges of life. We're really excited about this. A portion of the proceeds for each bag of treats sold goes directly to America's Vet Dogs. And so it's a partnership we have with them, and it's a way of raising money for them because when they provide these dogs, to these uh, veterans who uh, need them, they do so at no charge. And of course, it's very expensive to raise a dog up from a pup and all the time involved in training that dog to be ready and paired with a serviceman in need. So each purchase supports our American heroes. We love the fact 
we've been able to partner with America's Vet Dogs on this. And to boot, it's a good, nutritious, and certainly uh, delicious-tasting dog treat. Uh, dogs never tire of them. So not only can you purchase these great, delicious treats that are good for your dogs, you know, as you know, do good for your dog, but you'll also be helping America's vets with the purchase Absolutely. of America's vet dog treats. It's called cause marketing, and you know, everybody chooses their points. A little bit about our history Bill Jack's been in business since 1947, and actually, it was founded by Bill and Jack Kelly, who were brothers and founders. They actually started the business right after coming out of World War II. Both of them served our country. And we as a family-owned and family-run company still honor our heritage. And we were so pleased to be able to team up with uh, on this cause because it's something that's just near and dear to uh, Bill Kelly's heart. Bill's in his 90s and we still see him in the office upon occasion. And uh, it was just a great way to continue the sort of relationship and the heritage of our company just from the very beginning. I think it's a great way to give back. You know, if you're purchasing something that you, you know, you'd probably get your dog treats anyways. Why not get a treat that's good for your dog and also right. give back to, you know, a, a vet? Yep. Now, there's a couple things your listeners can do, and it's not just buying the vet dog treats, although I'll be the first to say that's what I really want you to do. <laughs> but you can go, you can go to vetdogs.org to learn more about the organization. But because of our partnership, we're doing a lot of things too out in the social media area. For instance, um, if to help celebrate the launch of these treats, we have a Facebook page. It's facebook.com slash America's Vet Dogs Treats. So come join us on Facebook. And we have a little campaign going on right now called Tales for Troops. Come visit us. We have a number of things going on there, including an opportunity to vote on some videos, uh, or excuse me, vote on some stories there and maybe submit a video expressing your support for the organization. Give us some votes and uh, we will donate a bag of treats to service dogs currently being trained or who are already deployed for every like we get at our Facebook, up to 1,500 new likes. So we'd love for your listeners to come and visit us on Facebook and then give us a like, which will drive a, a donation of a bag to a, a current trainee. So that's one way you can get involved with Vet Dogs and Bill Jack. But we're on Twitter, we're on Pinterest, we're on YouTube, we're on a bunch of different places on the web. So come visit the organization, come visit us on social media and learn more about the organization. And as you stay involved, I think you'll find there'll be more things that Bill Jack is doing there that are opportunities to not only express appreciation, but also uh, participate by uh, raising some funds for this organization. That's a great recap of everything that to tell our listeners all about, you know, America's Vet Dog Treats and, you know, everything that great that Bill Jack is doing for America's Vets. I have coming up in the second part of this show, listeners, stay tuned. I have an interview with one of the recipients of an America's Vet Dog who has fed Bill Jack daily and loves it. And this vet will tell us all about the ex his experience with his vet dog and and um, how helpful, you know, having an America's Vet Dog has been to him. Britt, have you met any of the vets personally that are recipients of the vet dogs? Absolutely. As a matter of fact, your next guest, Joe Worley and his dog, Benjamin, 
I've met them a number of times over the years. We've probably worked together now uh, on numerous occasions over the last couple of years. And Joe is just a super spokesman for the Vet Dogs organization. And Benjamin, his dog, is just adorable. You know, it's one of those challenges you always have. You see a service dog, and of course, the proper etiquette is when the dog is working, you can't go up and say hi. And as, as a dog lover, it's very hard to sit there and not pet the dog and not give the dog some attention. So Joe's been great. Occasionally, when we're together, he'll take the dog's vest off and he'll say, okay, go play. And uh, that means Benjamin's off duty and he's ready to have some fun. You're so right. I actually met Joe at the Global Pet Expo and interviewed him and he was so wonderful. I was, I'm so excited to have him on my show. But it must be so rewarding for all you do with, you know, Bill Jack and America's Vet Dogs to see up front and on a somewhat regular basis, perhaps how important these dogs are to vets. Absolutely. We couldn't be more excited. And uh, I know more and more people are paying attention to this organization. We're trying to help drive some attention to it. There is a huge and unmet need out there. Uh, Vet Dogs is fairly new. Uh, It's been getting underway for a while now. We have a lot of returning servicemen who are going to need um, dogs, and uh, the need is is, uh, is immense. So the faster we can scale up the Vet Dogs organization, the more we can fund them, the more likely they can actually provide service dogs. I've talked to some of the other servicemen uh, and women as well uh, that you alluded to uh, a few minutes ago, and uh, in each and every case, the thing that really stands out is when you talk to these folks, the difference, not only physically but emotionally, this dog has made in their lives. It's a tough transition, especially if you're wounded. Um, it's a tough transition back into uh, the mainstream of life. And uh, these dogs provide so much love, affection, as well as physical support. They really are providing a, a huge service to our veterans as they come back and reengage in life. As pet owners, pet parents, we can have a little bit, you know, of of help into that matter by purchasing the America's Vet Dog Treats made by Bill Jack, because a portion of all the proceeds go back into supporting these great dogs for our vets. So where again can our listeners find America's Vet Dog Treats? Vet Dogs Treats are available very widely, actually, and we're working hard on distribution. They've been in Petco stores for a while. They're now becoming available in places like Walmart, in retailers like Wegmans uh, grocery stores. My understanding is that they'll soon be available in some home goods and TJ Maxx stores. So we're because it's a cause-oriented product and it sort of transcends traditional distribution, I think you're going to see it more and more widely available as we've talked to retail partners about the cause and about the reason to uh, to support the brand and to help raise the funds. We've gotten an awful lot of uh, enthusiastic acceptance. So look for them more and more broadly wherever pet products are sold. Great. Now, can our listeners find out, where can they find out more about Bell Jack and America's Vet Dogs? Let me give you a couple different points of contact. First off, we'd love for visitors to come visit us at our website to learn more about Bill Jack and understand the nutrition behind the treats. So visit us at BillJack.com. That's B-I-L. JAC.com. That's sort of our brand mother page, but we also have a vetdogs.com. That's V E T D O G S.com. If you go there and click on products, it'll take you to a page that'll be up here, uh, I think, today or tomorrow. And you type in your zip code and you will locate stores near you that are selling Vet Dogs products. Now, the Vet Dogs page will also tell you a lot more about the Vet Dogs organization, help you understand the mission, help you understand how the whole project works, help you engage, I think, a little bit with the whole philosophy behind the program. And certainly, if nothing else, it'll make you feel proud uh, to be associated with uh, our American veterans. 
Oh, great. That's wonderful. Britt, thank you so much for coming on Best Pets for Pets and telling our listeners about Bill Jack's wonderful food products for our pets and as well as America's Vet Dog Treats. Michelle, thank you so much. It's been a pleasure for us to share the idea. Thanks, everybody. Stay tuned for another great segment of Best Bets for Pets. We'll be right back, right after these messages. Stay tuned. Every pet is unique. Maybe they're gray in the muzzle, yet young at heart. Maybe they're growing out of the puppy stage and into their paws and ears. Or maybe they're just trying to maintain a more girlish figure. At PetSmart, we have the right food for your pet at a great value for you. PetSmart. Be better together. Go to PetSmartDeal.com and save up to 30% on awesome gifts for the pets and pet people in your life. Toys, collars, leashes, PetSmart gift cards, treats, and more. Go to PetSmartDeal.com today. P-E-T-S-M-A-R-T-D-E-A-L.com. I'm not much of a reader, but I do wish I were more well-read. There are so many great books coming out. I wish I could find a way to keep up. Audible.com makes it easy to stay well-informed and catch up on your reading simply by listening. Audiobooks from Audible turn downtime into uptime. You'll be more productive and become well-read. Now I'm able to catch up on all the great books I've been wanting to read. With Audible, I feel smarter. Pet Life Radio listeners, try Audible.com now and get your first 30 days of Audible Listener Gold Membership plan free. And get a free audiobook. Choose from over 100,000 titles. To get this great deal, go to audibledeals.com. That's audibledeals.com. Dyson. The new Dyson Animal Backs are powerful bagless upright vacuums for homes with pets. Air muscle and radio root cyclone technology generates the strongest suction power to powerfully remove dust, dirt, and pet hair from the home or car. To order your Dyson Animal Vac, go to DysonDeals.com. DysonDeals.com to order your Dyson Animal Vac today. Dyson. Music to your ears. Hi, this is Marcy Davis and my service dog, Whistle, and we're your hosts of Working Like Dogs on Pet Life Radio. Working Like Dogs is the show where you can learn everything you ever wanted to know about working animals or working dogs. Whether you're a member of a working dog team or you've just seen a working dog or animal out at the mall or the grocery store and you're curious about how these amazing animals work with their human partners, then Working Like Dogs is the show for you. Join us for the inside scoop at Working Like Dogs on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Hi, pet parents. Thanks for staying tuned. I am so excited to introduce my next guest. I am with Joe Worley. He is a recipient of an America's Vet Dog. His vet dog is named Benjamin. Hi, Joe. Thanks for coming on Best Bets for Pets. Well, thank you very much. Thanks for having me. You are an American vet 
and you became a recipient of a vet dog in 2008. Is that correct? That's right. I was a uh, Navy corpsman with 2-1 Marines on the Camp Pendleton. It's, uh, it's basically like a field medic. Uh, I got injured in 2004, and I actually made it back home to Georgia, where I live now, in 2006, and got Benjamin in 2008. I guess to backtrack a little bit, you know, we've been talking about America's vet dogs and everything. What is that? So that, you know, my average pet parent listener who might not as be as familiar can understand more. Well, America's Vet Dog is basically a, um, it's a not-for-profit uh, organization founded by the Guide Dog Foundation for the Blind. And uh, basically, they, it, it doesn't cost the veterans anything. They provide disabled veterans and active duty personnel with, with trained dogs. You know, and, you know, kind of the point behind that is, you know, improving quality of life and, and you know, the physical things that can really go along with having an injury of, of any kind. And that's the physical stuff, you know. The, the mental stuff is, is way deeper than that. And it's not stuff you can really train. It's the kind of stuff you get from having a really close relationship with an awesome animal. Now, you yourself, when you became injured, what happened? Because I met you in person, but... And I had the great pleasure of meeting you in person and talking to you at the Global Expo. But, of course, our listeners don't know what your physical situation is. Yeah. Well, um, I was was in Fallujah, Iraq in 2004 with 2-1 Marines. I was in a a convoy um, getting ready to take someone back to base and get their leg looked at. The first vehicle got hit with an IED, which is an improvised explosive device. I jumped out of the last vehicle and went running up to, to help and got hit with an IED myself on foot. I lost my left leg above the knee and my right leg is, is pretty messed up. My right ankle is completely fused. And so I, I spent quite a lot of time in a wheelchair. And, uh, and so that's one of the things that, you know, Benjamin was trained to help me with was, you know, riding in, in the wheelchair. He knows how to stay away from the wheels and everything. He, he brings me all my, like he brings me my shoe when I go to put my leg on. He hands me stuff when I drop it out of my lap. He braces when I need to stand up and hold on to him. And he, he stabilizes me when I walk. So he's a big help to me physically. Now, what was your experience like with the America's Vet Dogs and with getting, you know, Benjamin? How, what was that about? You know, it, it's actually kind of cool. The first time I met a dog, it was a, a trained dog named Deuce that worked with uh, a a guy at Walter Reed named um, Harvey. And the first time I saw him, he was just so energetic and so, like, willing to please. And he would do absolutely anything that Harvey asked him to do. And I, I was just so thoroughly impressed. And I, I thought, I mean, there's a lot of really good uses and lots of ways that, that a lot of guys can get a lot of help from that. And so I asked about the program, and I ended up putting in machine once I learned more. And that's kind of how my process got started with them. And I tell you what, I was absolutely amazed. The process took a while because it's, you know, once again, like I said, it's not for profit. They have to do everything, and they have to raise money to do it. It's, they get no government money at all. So when they train a dog, it's, you know, it's somewhere around $60,000 from the beginning to the end, and that's not just per dog. That's because some dogs don't don't make it through the program completely because the dogs have to be really well trained. If, if Benjamin freaks out and you know, tries to tear off and I've got the leash around my, you know, around my shoulders or whatever, like I, I normally carry him, he's going to pull me backwards out of my wheelchair. He could, if I'm sitting there in my wheelchair, he could pull me out in traffic if he bolted. So you, you have to have these really well-trained dogs. And the process with me was I met the dog. I was thoroughly impressed. I put an application in. A couple of months later, they actually came out and assessed me to see how I walk and 
and how I ride in the wheelchair, how far away I want him, what kind of stabilization I needed, what kind of size dog I needed, the types of things I needed him to do. And they trained a dog specifically for me. And they called me back about a year later, and they said, hey, can you come pick your dog up? we got a training session set up for you. I was actually in the the first on-campus class in Smithtown in 2008, so that was awesome. Wow. What I'm trying to think what that must have felt like once you did the training. And then it must have been so difficult waiting all that time. And, and what was it like meeting Benjamin the first time? Oh, it was really sweet. I actually, I went out on the back porch and it felt just like somebody had been showing him pictures of me. And he, so he knew who I was almost because as soon as I came out, he perked his head up. And as soon as one of the trainers there, uh, Jim Mathis, handed me his leash, he just, I mean, he was nuzzling me and, and loving all over me. And he's a really sweet social dog, and he just made that very abundantly clear immediately. I want to talk a little bit about working dogs, and this is a great time to educate the public a little. But first, I want to talk about, can you tell me about the um, Tales for Troops campaign that's benefiting America's Vet Dogs? Yes, actually. The uh, Tales for Troops, you can go on uh, Facebook and backslash uh, vet dogs products. And that same tag that vet dogs products can work at the end of YouTube, Twitter, and you can go to www.vetdogs.com. And, but basically what it is is uh, the it's stories of veterans and service dogs in action are going to be posted on the facebook.com, you know, slash vet dogs products. Fans of the page are going to be able to have the opportunity to share their own stories and their appreciation. The um, community member with the winning story will win a prize package, including a $1,500 cash, a year supply of the America's Vet Dog Treats by Bill Jack, and a $1,500 donation in their name to America's Vet Dog. And it's peer-voted and, you know, fan-based favorite. But in addition to that, Bill Jack themselves, you know, the maker of the America's Vet Dog Treats, are also going to donate one bag of treats to service dogs currently being trained who are already deployed for every new like of America's Vet Dog products on Facebook, up to 1,500 new likes. So I would really like everybody to hit that 1,500 mark on the Facebook.com slash Vet Dogs products because that's going to get treats out to to current service dogs. Oh, it's such a great idea. Now, let's talk a little bit about Benjamin is your service dog. What does that mean? How do people know when a dog is in service? And what is the etiquette for service dogs? Well, you know, it's kind of funny. Benjamin actually knows when he's working, and he knows when he's not working, and it's the best in the leash. And so, and even when he is, you know, not not wearing his leash, he will uh, he'll look at me and just kind of see if if everything's okay. If if you know if he wants to do something like play with another dog, he always kind of defers to me, which is really sweet. And I tell me when he's not wearing his leash and his vest, he doesn't have to do that. But he's not real good with English, so. <laughs> Yeah, he just does what he knows, and so he, when he's wearing his vest and when he's wearing his leash, he needs to be paying attention to me, and so if I take him out and he's not paying attention to me, he's not helping me. And what people don't realize is that they're trying to distract him. They're actually putting him in danger because if I'm in my wheelchair and I go to turn and he's trying to get petted by somebody or trying to get love from somebody and he's not paying attention and, and I turn and roll over his foot, what just happened? I just broke his foot. And it's not his fault because he's a dog and someone's messing with him. And it's not my fault because I trust Benjamin to do what he's supposed to be doing. So if someone else is aggressively trying to interact with him, they're putting him in danger. And, and also, it's, it's very rude. And people don't realize that, you know, for me personally, 
if someone is very polite and they ask him for children, I'm kind of a sucker. I'll take his desk off and let you talk to him for a minute, especially kids, mostly kids. And I, I rarely will do it for adults, but I'm a sucker for kids. I like kids. <laughs> and, um, but, but he knows the difference. And, and so, you know, he, he, he definitely knows when he's allowed to play and when he's not. And he acts just like a normal goofy dog when he's not wearing his vest. But when he's wearing his vest, he works, and he knows that. And he enjoys it. He gets happiness when I tell him, good boy, after he hands me my wallet when I drop it out of my lap. Or, you know, like, oh, one time, my wife, we were on our way to church. My wife dropped her phone under our SUV. And I can't get on the floor and scoot under the car. And I was afraid that if we rolled back, you know, we might run over it or something like that. And I almost jokingly said, Benjamin, bring, and pointed at it. And let me tell you, he went tearing under that car and like went around the back of it and shimmied down real low and belly crawled to get the phone and backed out. By the time his tail came out, it was already wagging because he knew that he'd just done something really cool. And I was cheering him. And when he came out, he handed me that slobbery phone and I've never been more proud of him. He was so happy. That was so sweet. That's amazing. Now, you mentioned when he, Benjamin's wearing the vest, his working vest, and when he's wearing the leash. And the working vest is also a notification to the public that he's a working dog. Uh-huh. People should, I know you should always ask, but most of the time you're going to get a no, don't touch him. What is the protocol for that from your perspective? The protocol is to not interact with the dog. A lot of people think it's okay to talk and get in his face and say his name and everything. You're still distracting him. It's not you physically touching him that can, it's you distracting him from me. Now, it's different if I'm just sitting there and he's not wearing his vest. That's different. And I'm not saying walk up and start petting him. Just to be honest with you, you should never do that to anyone's dog without asking them. Because a dog can look as just, all dogs look sweet to me. Even even the, the black German shepherds, you know, they look as sweet as can be, even though they look like scary wolves. I love them. They're handsome. But, you know, even any dog, no matter how sweet it is, you should always ask because you don't know the temperament of the dog. And it may be in a situation to where it, it's not the most social dog in the world, just like some people. Yeah, it's amazing how many times I hear people or I'll see a working dog and I always get a, you know, like, a, oh, my gosh, because I have such a great feeling for them because they I know that they, they give back so much. And yeah. I always ask, even though I know it's stupid to ask, because you cannot touch a working dog. You just, you cannot. They're, like you just said, they're working. You cannot distract them. It's not a matter of being mean or this or that. Correct. What about when you're going places in the public? I mean, I heard different things, but working dogs are allowed any place with you, right? Yes. That's what's so great about these service dogs. It's it's like a seeing eye dog or or a guide dog or any sort of you know really well trained service animal. There are walls that protect and allow me to be able to take him anywhere. And there you know he he rides on the plane with me. He you know can go in a restaurant with me. And there have been times where people will say you can't have him in here or or something like that. And I try to explain to them I'm not going to be rude with them. I'm I'm just going to you know explain to them. You know, the laws are, are have changed recently, you know, in the past couple of years. And a lot of people don't realize that when it comes to service animals, they're treated just like seeing eye dogs. And you cannot ask them to leave. Legally, you cannot. And I'll leave because I'm not going to stay somewhere where someone, you know, obviously doesn't want me there. But, you know, it's hard trying to explain to them that 
that it's illegal. It's absolutely illegal to tell someone to leave because they have a certified service animal. I can't believe people would ask. It just blows my mind that someone would even say, you know, you have a service dog, but you're not allowed here. Your dog's not allowed here. They don't even ask. I've had it where they don't even ask for me to leave. They tell me I can't have the dog in there that that's nasty and I need to leave. And Benjamin is a very clean dog. That is in no way, shape, form, or fashion a representation of, of Benjamin as much as it is their own prejudice. I know it happens. I know we talked about that. You were telling me about that a little bit when we talked at the Global Pet Expo. I think that it's, I don't know if it's an ignorance of people or or what, but, you know, hopefully by talking more about it, it'll get out and people will, you know, understand. I guess they don't understand the concept. He's not, you know, my dog is here. He's playing with me. This is as important to you as, I don't know, it's part of, he's like part of your person in a sense, right? Yes. I mean, you know, he's every bit as important to me. You know, when I'm using him, there's a reason he's with me. You know, I'm not, he's not a toy. He's not a novelty item. He's, you know, he's literally there for my, you know, my physical needs. And, and even if my injury wasn't as physical as it is, and it was something that was a little different than that, I mean, Benjamin's part of my support system. I have a fantastic support system. There are some people that do not have a fantastic support system. Not everybody that goes in the military comes from an awesome home. Some people join the military because they know they can get away from a place that they're not happy. And so when you have an animal like that, it's part of your support system. And for some people, it may be the only support system they have. So they take it very personally when people talk bad about their animal and, and you know, their service animal because it's, it's part of them. It's part of their family. And for some people, it's even more their family because the dog is a constant non-judgmental companion and he's always going to be there. And, you know, in family, sometimes that acts the same way that a, with the same loyalty in mind as, as a service animal does. Well, I'm glad we're able to talk a bit about this and educate the public on service dogs and on America's Vet Dogs. And just, you know, it's upcoming for Memorial Day, so it's a good appropriate time, but it's always an appropriate time to, you know, learn more about, you know, America's Vet Dogs and how by buying America's Vet Dog treats, we can give back a little bit and give something good to our, you know, to our doggies. Yeah. Joe, is there anything that you wanted to talk about that I didn't mention? Uh, you know, that pretty much covers it. I, I just want to, I do want to say that, you know, please go to the, the facebook.com um, backslash at dogs products because they're right there, the 1500 likes, that's, you know, that's something you can get treats out for the service animals that are being, you know, trained and used right now. And then also, to, I just want to thank Bill Jack because these guys really have stepped up and made sure that the name gets out there, America's Head Dogs, and people understand what, what we do. You know, I don't work for anybody. I'm not getting paid. I'm just a recipient. And I'm very passionate about this. And, you know, if they ask me to go anywhere and, and talk about, you know, what Benjamin does for me and has done for me and continues to do for me, I would be glad to do it. Well, they couldn't have a better spokesperson. Joe, thank you so much for coming on Best Bets for Pets and telling our listeners about America's Vet Dogs and America's Vet Dog Treats. And thank you, Bill Jack. Listeners, there'll be a link on the site to americasvetdogs.com. And listeners, please also go to facebook.com backslash vetdogproducts and like them so that they go ahead and 
send out treats to these um, wonderful service dogs. Thanks, Joe and Benjamin, for being on Best Bets for Pets and telling us all about America's Vet Dogs. And thanks to my team, Mickey Dennis and Mr. Z, for just being a great team. And thanks to my producer, Mark Winner, for doing such a good job in making my guests and myself sound wonderful. You can find out more about this show on PetLifeRadio.com. Look for the best bets for pets icon or link on the right side. Any questions, comments, please write me at Michelle at PetLifeRadio.com. Thanks, listeners. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.